What's up, everybody? Before we get started, I want to tell you about Strava Craft Coffee, the local, that's right, Colorado local coffee company that is has CBD infused right into their product. Strava Craft Coffee with CBD is great for you if you're looking for a coffee that will give you that, that bolt of caffeine but won't give you all the jitters that CBD really can have a calming effect, can help with anxiety, backaches, joint pains, IBS, migraines, a whole host of things uh, it has some uh, some benefits for. And then right now you can get 20% off if you use the promo code DNVR20 or you can sign up for their subscription service which will deliver it right to your door. However much you like, every month they'll deliver it right to your door and you save 20% off every time. That's the benefit of getting that subscription going. And it's nice because you never have to go shopping for, for coffee. You never have to run out. It always gets delivered right directly to you. So check them out, Strava Calf Coffee. Use promo code DNVR20 or just sign up for their subscription service and get 20% off every time. What is up, everybody, and welcome into the Last Supper set here at the uh, DNVR bar, the Losers the Lounge. Loser's I hate to say it, but it's the Losers Supper indeed. Uh, as we were all backstabbed tonight by the uh, Denver Nuggets, at least it felt that way. Uh, rough one, guys. Really, really rough one. Um, as have been, you know, really the first week of the Nuggets season, I think. We could say all of it was was, was rougher than what we hoped or expected. Um, I'm, of course, Adam Matas, guys. Welcome into the show. I'm joined by all of my team. we got the whole squad here. Whole squad ready. I'm going to introduce Harrison first because he's going to duck out as soon as, uh, as soon as we start getting some interviews. But uh, <laughs> the man with the wind in his hair over here. It's good to be back, guys. It's good to be back watching the game at the bar. But, um... I don't like what uh, what Wynn brought game. with him. I gotta say, <laughs> yeah. right, he brought the same thing that uh, we had when he wasn't here. So uh, you know, true, we definitely true. can't blame him. And I see Michael Malone <laughs> there. Glad you introduced me first because I'm gonna go listen to Michael. Malone. <laughs> <laughs> go, go find out what he says. I've got the artist Weeds, aka Eric, aka Deline Co. Wow, the the, uh, the repertoire is growing. I like that my. Um just my collection of nicknames. You're like the dragon, the 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 queen of the dragons. Oh, okay. You have all these names, <laughs> all these titles. Well, I feel great. I couldn't feel better. Uh, the one thing that I didn't uh, particularly like about tonight was the performance of the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, it wasn't that great. Over here, I've got Brendan Vote. Yeah, that wasn't super fun. Uh, I just blinked, and I think I saw like the fate impression of Holmes hitting a floater. <laughs> Jeez, man, that dude, he's... Money from that stupid little push shot. I hate it so much. <laughs> so good at so it. Good. So good at it. Uh, and then, of course, we got Duvalier, a.k.a. Superstar Dev. Rough day. Rough game. Yeah. It was rough, man. So we got to get started with this. The Nuggets, you know, they dropped their third game. They're second to the Kings in four try or in two, uh, second to the t Kings this week. Their third game in four tries oh so God. far. And, you know, this one, I think, is up there in terms of frustration. You know, the Nuggets were coming in on the second night of a back-to-back. -back. Apparently, there was it was tough getting out of Denver last night as the snowing and, you know, so some weather. They arrive late. They're tired. And I thought, to me, there's a lot of things for us to talk about. And I don't want to, like, make excuses for this Nuggets team because they are what their record says that they are. Tonight, they hit a wall and yeah. just, like, didn't. The last eight minutes of this game, maybe 12 minutes of this game, were just completely disgusting. But, you know, that's not an excuse because you can just frame it as they need more from this second unit. And yeah. the starters are hitting a wall because, you know, tonight it was more than just, you know, they're dragging these guys. Right. And the momentum is just out the window when the second unit comes in right now. Is there anybody specifically on that second unit that you think is standing out, or is it just collectively, all of them? I would say it's more collectively than anything. I mean, I think, you know, one thing I'm sure a lot of fans are screaming at their computer right now, the Faku thing is not working out so far. Mm. Um, he, he certainly hasn't made much of an impact uh, Monte was great on the offensive end, but he couldn't defend anyone tonight. So yeah. it, it's a collective thing. They're just not good enough. Denver for years now has been horrible at guarding the perimeter. Just keeping the quick guys in particular just seem to give uh, Denver a lot of fits. And, of course, Sacramento has two of those guys in Corey Joseph and De'Aaron Fox, both of whom just felt like they could get whatever they want. Dev, with that bench, I mean, let's start with, we'll start with that bench because it has – I think it's the one thing that's been a storyline in all four games – what is what's the what is the issue with it? Not enough time to gel, single guy here or there. What is it? Well, if you just take a look at it tonight, like Vote said, it is a collective uh, agreement for them to just suck right now. They're just not <laughs> in a, in a, in a no, good. Shake hands. Yeah. Let's get out there and like suck, that. guys. But if you take a look at it, just the minutes that were played tonight, like Dozier had 17, Faku yeah. had 13, Hardenstein had nine, Bobo had four. So now it's forcing Michael Porter Jr. and Nikola Jokic 
to play a lot more minutes. And then you seen at the end of the game, they got really, really tired. It was They were so exhausted that they couldn't make shots. When they finally got into a rhythm and, and it looked like that they were coming back, then exhaustion came in. And then Malone's like, I don't want to go back to that bench unit because right. they were so bad. We're going to lose the game. But then you keep your starters in there for so long, they lose the game. And this is also on the second night of a back-to-back. So, yep. like, that's something that you're not even taking into account. So you're already down a starter. And then you have to go on a second night of a back-to-back on the road, and, and you can't get anything from your second unit. So, right. uh, of course, it, it's, it's a collective suck. Yeah, I mean, we look at it tonight. Michael Porter plays 40 minutes. I mean, we're worried about Michael Porter Jeez. because, let's be honest, this is his first season where it looks like he's going to get a lot of minutes. He's going to have to go 72 games, this or that. We're already four, four games into this. He's already being asked to play 40 minutes. Jokic, 38 and a half minutes. And I'm, I'll be honest, Jokic I thought was really good in this game up until he wasn't. Right. And, and I think he just hit a wall in, the, in this game and couldn't do anymore in 38 minutes, 38 and a half minutes. To me, that, and, and it's obvious, I think, to anybody watching it, there's about four guys on this roster that Michael Malone trusts. And tonight was so so clear that I mean Isaiah Hartenstein nine minutes, uh, Compazzo twelve and a half minutes, uh, as you mentioned Bull Bull three three and a half minutes. Um, but even Michael Porter, who played forty minutes tonight, clearly doesn't have the trust. To me, one of the things that's going on with this team, and it's I don't think it's rare for a team that is has this many new pieces, but I don't think there's trust on this roster amongst each other amongst the coaching staff to the players maybe i don't i mean i don't know if i this one but maybe even the players to the coaching staff it just seems like this is a, a team in a roster that doesn't have trust with yeah each other. I, I, to me it's um it's not even necessarily trust it's just like confusion like yeah. th- people don't quite know their role and it was funny at a certain point faku started to run the second unit as a point guard and we were like oh yeah that actually makes a lot of sense as opposed to a Will bit Barton. i mean it was even then it was mixed results it's true but it made a lot more sense than him just like That's hanging true, yeah. out in the corner because yeah. he's not a great shooter like at, yeah, a, at no. all um and you know when he was starting to like there was like a little bit of time where he and hartenstein were uh or hartenstein were starting to develop like a little bit of a pick and roll yeah. um and then it got you know everything sort of went comically wrong like bowl bowl was just sort of in there floating around there's just a lot of like what am i supposed to be doing you yeah. know like um that second unit like i still don't even know what it is like what the it consists of of the players right you know like um, and they don't either. I mean, clearly, yeah. like, Bowl, try him out, didn't work. I mean, he looked yeah. horrible in his three and a half horrible, minutes. But, horrible. I mean, it was three and a half minutes. I don't blame Malone for not going back to him. That's not how bad all. those minutes were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Malone preseason, he was sort of joking all jolly, almost resigned to this idea that this was going to be an all offense and no defense right. and four guards. and. It took, what, two days for that to be yeah. not so much a joke and more of a frustration. Because the Nuggets are scoring. I mean, they're putting up points. Their offense looks really good. Jokic is off to one of, I mean, probably the best start of his career. He looks incredible. And he looks more frustrated. Today, you know, there's a couple things you worry about. I mean, obviously, banking losses is scary. We go two weeks into the season, the Nuggets, you know, play 500 or whatever. Then you look at this and you go, okay, it's not even that big of a deal, whatever. Like, it's early season, whatever. So we don't know if that's what it is or what it's not. But there's so many things that are starting to get on there, the trust amongst teammates. I mean, let's be honest. Michael Porter tonight, what an interesting game. 30 points, 10 rebounds, goes 12 of 18. You tell me, oh, he had a fantastic game. He's a minus 9. I know the single game plus minus doesn't tell anything. He's a minus 9 when the rest of the starting unit is at least at zero or or, or a positive. And defensively, it's not that, you know, he has some things with him, like he's, he's a little stiff. You know, he doesn't move laterally side to side. It's not that. That's, those aren't the, you live with those types of things. It's the plays where he's so out of sync with everybody else defensively that everybody's just so frustrated. And to me, whether or not – I know a lot of – there's a lot of MBHA defenders out there on the Internet. They don't like when you, when you try to pin every, one thing on, on one guy or another. And this was certainly a group loss. But when you watch the oh, Nuggets, is, yeah. when you when you watch the Nuggets play right now, it's not hard to spy how little trust the team has in him, how little trust Michael Malone has in him, and for good reason. If you watch the list, some of the missed assignments he has that we slow down and things, it's it's so obvious that everybody on the court is pointing like, "Hey, your man is over here," and he's just like, "What?" Yeah. And and so some of this is growing pains, but some of this I think is genuine. Building trust is hard. And there's like a shelf life for it, where it's like, hey, we just don't, we'll never trust this guy or whatever. It was a tale of two halves, though. I mean, I don't know what Malone said to him or yelled at him at the half, but it worked, uh, or whatever he said to himself. The effort was better um, defensively. Down the stretch, it was really, really good from MPJ. He was better offensively, but he just, he locked in. And it's always going to look full of effort. 
Yeah. It's really right. Like even his good defensive possessions, it's it's a little shaky, but the effort was there, and so I thought uh, considerably improved uh, second half for MPJ. We've all been this guy. When you're the new guy, you, no matter what your talent level is, because I think Michael Porter's like yeah, insanely We've talented. All We've all guy. been the new guy, Dev. <laughs> and, yeah. We've all ruined chemistry by showing up. <laughs> Have we? <laughs> no, but we've all we've all been in the situations, usually with sports, where it's like you know you're better than what everybody else is seeing in you. And I think this is Michael Porter. He's like, look, I can put up 30 points on 18 shots effortlessly. Didn't even have – felt like he had more in the tank he could have given offensively. But when they're just like you're not getting it – and I feel like Michael Porter knows he's not getting it. I don't think Michael Porter's like, what are you talking about? I'm a great defender. But it's, it's almost like there's this cloud hanging over the team, this pressure that is almost making things worse, it feels like. Like this, this is a joyless team right now. Yeah, but, you know – it's a, we have to remind ourselves that this is exactly what this season was always going to be about. Yeah, yeah, it was. And, you know, maybe where we got confused or, or lost sight of it was that it was going to be a bumpy road as well. Yeah. And that this, you know, that it's going so poorly, or not even so poorly, just bumpy so far, doesn't mean it won't go well across 72. But this thing is going to be up and down. Yeah, yeah. It, it just is. And it's, it's actually, like, great for him to, like, go through it right now, early, earlier in the season. Because, totally. like, this is – as bad as it looks right now, this is so much learning that he's doing on the fly. Like right. it's it's experience. So having that type of experience early in the season, and then still finding your rhythm. Like as bad as he was on defense today, his offense was so great. And then you started to see sp- like small sparks because in the third quarter he played great defense. Yeah. And, and down the stretch, even though he was getting like he was tired, he still started to give more effort on defense. So. As bad of as, as a loss it was, it was still a win in small ways, especially for a player like Michael Porter Jr. Oh, yeah. Dude, Michael Porter Jr. was incredible in the third quarter. Like it, His talent is ridiculous, Dude, man. It, like, like, he's good players. Like, this guy is everything. I, I mean, I put out on Twitter, he's like everything that everybody says he is. Everyone's on right the, at the moment. On the good side and on the bad yeah, side. Yeah, totally. Uh, but, totally like, true. His talent, he is so transcendently good. And when he just starts playing, like, basketball like not thinking about where he's supposed to be like he just hits shots that you shouldn't be able to hit he just makes rebounds like he blocks shots he's got everything you want it's just uh like in the the problem uh with this season is going to be uh i think even more so than the gelling is just back-to-backs like back-to-backs in the nba are the worst thing in sports yeah, yeah, yeah. they're the worst thing in sports yeah, but like, they really are like no it's true it is true like we're going to analyze so many things of this but if the nuggets could dude, like the, if, if Jokic could run up and down the court at the fourth quarter we, like maybe they win and this we, one and we had jamal murray we would have won this game yeah that's two games now against the kings without murray so you gotta you gotta think they would have won them if they had him. but it's also just four games now where you go man they're not gonna stop anyone and that's concerning whether it's a back-to-back or not. well i, I want to see what it looks like when uh, when green gets in i mean you know we're talking about uh, somebody that's going to c- cause or give like real defensive fortitude, you know, somebody that can be at the rim and, and do some, uh, and he's a, you know a veteran presence. Like uh, that's the thing. Like the the chemistry in basketball is so tenuous. You add one player right, in, right. take one player out, it changes absolutely everything. And you know, we're just in a weird place where it's just, you know, we're just trying to find our way. We have seven new players. We had three games in the preseason. It's not the same team that played in the Western Conference Finals last year. It's, uh, it's, it's a totally new, you know, experience. So it's going to take time. Like, this is just basketball, man. One thing I keep going to, because I've had some coaches that have just been like, you know, every, it, the more you've played basketball, the more you've had this. I've had coaches that are just like the screamers. The like, And you're like, man, I don't know what I don't know right now. And I just feel like that's MPJ where it's like, it's, he's trying to solve a puzzle, and everyone's screaming at him to, like, hurry, you're, you're on the clock, <laughs> totally. figure it out. And it, it's just, it, like, ruins you. It, 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 it ruins it yeah, almost like, for him. If somebody's screaming at you, it, like, makes you more in your head. Like. But, so, and Michael Porter just, I mean, he just doesn't look happy out there. I mean, he looks miserable. And at the same time, though, the flip side of this is, one, it's the NBA. You're getting paid millions of dollars. It's a high leverage. If you can't handle it, get out of here, whatever. Somebody else will come in and make the millions of dollars. But it, there is a balance that I feel like has to be um, struck between the team, and I just don't know if they, they, they have found that balance yet. It's easier when you're winning, and then you can afford a loss here or there. Yeah. Uh, another thing with it is as bad as or as, as lost as Michael Porter Jr. looks and unhappy, everyone else looks unhappy around him as yeah. well. It's just like no one's getting it right now. No one's clicking. It's just like yeah. out of, everyone's out of rhythm. Um, he can't find himself on defense at all. And then when he does something on offense, it's like – is that okay or is that good? So he's really still trying to find himself throughout the whole process. It's, it's tough. It's tough to watch. The, the flip side of it is, I mean, we can talk about some of the good here because, I mean, we're all Michael Porter guys. Like, you know, 
our job is obviously to, crit to, to talk about these games game yeah. by game. And so some of this we look back, and if you have, maybe we'll do this at the end, but if you ask me, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, what level of panic are you? I'm like at a 2. You right. know, yeah, like because I mean, it's so yeah. early. Dude, like but if you have you're, to if you're at a ten, like you just like you right. need to pick a new sport. Like yeah. there's really just no no hope for ten you. Ten of the fifteen teams in the Western <laughs> Conference will have a shot to make it into the playoffs. There's still sixty eight games to go for down. Like so many things yeah, are gonna yeah, change yeah. and I'm a yeah, flow. Yeah. And even you talked about the defense, and I'm with you. Like you look at this team and you just think how can they defend? But at the same point, Denver last year was a top five defense for a month, a bottom five defense for like two months, and then a top five defense again to round out the season. So like Denver themselves have gone through these things. Um, they just right now it's just so out of sorts. But Michael Porter, to, to, to kind of get back to the positives, he goes four of seven tonight and 30 points. And they just were – the points for him are so effortless. Oh, God. I mean, like he's – Happens so fast. He's in his second year and he puts up 30 points when they're not necessarily <laughs> running a ton of actions for 30 him. 30 points. And, like, he's playing with this, like, cloud over his head. If he – if the Nuggets do get over the hump with him – and do sort of get into the zone where he's just like a piece of the pie, you know, totally. of this or that, then like clay. 30 points a night just doesn't sound like that crazy for a guy like him. He's just that kind of scorer. So um, I put this on Twitter, and I think it's the best thing. He raises the Nuggets ceiling so much, and he lowers their floor. And right now we're getting the floor portion of, of the MPJ experience. But stay tuned. <laughs> I mean, that's the – but, like, again, that all speaks to the ceiling. He goes 30 and 10, four offensive rebounds, 12 yeah. of 18 from the field. And the biggest takeaway from one half of his game was, man, he didn't look that good. Yeah. And so the reason why everyone talks about MPJ every night is because he's more important than the other guys. Right. Like, oh, you're honing in on his mistakes. That's because if he erases them, they're a title contender. It so is, yeah, it matters. This is one of these things where it's like just the like – the, the I guess the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Like we're just looking at MPJ because he's so – you can't – look away from him. I mean, like, right. the, the Nuggets didn't lose this game in any part because of MPJ. It was 100% because of the bench. Right, like, right. Like, MPJ kept them in this game. MG, MPJ brought them back and gave them hope, gave them life. Um, and the bench unit just, you know, anytime that Jokic went off the floor, it, it just was a disaster. And then when Jokic finally came back in, he was out of gas at the end of the, the, the game. So... Harrison, so goes well, we have you here, man. Um, I know you're waiting on somebody else, but what did, Malone always speaks first. What do you have to say? Yeah, Malone spoke still waiting on some players. He hit on the defense and the turnovers. Th those were the two <laughs> biggest thing in, things in his mind that were the reasons why Denver lost the game. Has he ever brought up anything else, or is it, just, is it always the defense and the turnovers? It always is, but, I mean, he's right. Yo, there were a lot he's of He's definitely turnovers. right about that tonight. <laughs> um, 20 turnovers for Denver leading to – approximately 100 points for, yeah, for I think, Sacramento. Yeah, I right. Sounds about right. Uh, Nicole Jokic had 10. Malone specifically called out Jokic and said he can't have turn 10 turnovers in the game. Yeah, so. Jokic was terrible. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He had a quadruple double. So he did have a quadruple double. Um, so we're talking about Michael Porter, Harrison, and I'm curious just what your take is on his night. I mean, it's just the highs were so high, the lows so low. I'm not surprised he had a great offensive night because his best offensive outings have been when Jamal Murray's been out of the lineup. Yeah. Um, we saw that last year. We saw that in the bubble, in the seeding round. So not surprised there. Defensively, I mean, he had some of, I thought, like his worst defensive sequences ever tonight, yeah. especially in that first half. Actually, I thought had some encouraging moments at the rim, like blocking shots, and then the second half, I thought, had some okay moments. But it seems like with him, at times, it's like a step forward, two steps back. Mm. It's, uh, it's got to be frustrating. And we have gotten the absolute full Michael Porter Jr. experience already, already huh? this yeah. season, four games in. Yeah. <laughs> People are uh, just – for the commenters, I, I was kidding when I said Jokic just terrible. That's why I laughed right afterwards. And you guys are uh, you <laughs> guys testy are on tonight. Yeah, yeah, testy. Testy tonight. You guys are on one tonight. Yeah. It's funny, Eric, Eric and I had talked about this like in the in the off season that Nuggets fans they've just been so many bad years that following a good team during a, a long season, you, it, we're almost not prepared for it because we're always like, are they going to do it? Are they going to make it? Or this? Like, you have to remember that. Even the bad team, outside of like the Warriors last year, were eliminated within a month. Everybody else is like in the hunt long in. So everybody, there's teams that start bad. Start. It's a long season. There's so many ebbs and flows uh, uh, to so it. So true. So let's talk about Jokic's night tonight, though. Or should we hit a first break? Should we hit our first break? I'm gonna jump off here real second. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Who do we got? Yeah, perfect we got Monte time. We got Monte. Going on here. So I'll be baby. back. Okay, can't wait. Why don't we get to our uh, first read here? 
vote. Yeah, I thought wind was back, so I'm you know gotta give me ten seconds. Oh my goodness, <laughs> unbelievable! What day of the week is it? It's Tuesday. It's Tuesdays. Look at uh, this. With our second unit. Uh, hey, our Brett, second okay. unit. I know we threw it to the second unit out here. My God, four turnovers right away. Breckenridge Brewery is the official beer of DNVR. Uh, remember, true. supporting our partners is supporting us during this crazy time. One of the best ways you can do it. Uh, check out the Broncos Country Beer, that new Palisade Peach. Uh, you could try it. The specials we're brewing up at our company, the RK special, the Hank special, the Dre special. That actually just means you mix any two Breck beers together. But it's going to be delicious. <laughs> we promise. Um, the farmhouse is open, socially distanced, beautifully set up for outside dining. If you're more comfortable at home, you can still order curbside pickup from 12 to 8. You can get beer delivered from the Drizzly app or head to the nearest grocery store like King Supers or Costco. Order delicious <laughs> food and booze from the farmhouse. If you're able, call 303-803-1380 from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. for pickup. Use D. NVR to save five dollars, <laughs> and now we're going to talk about how does he do Where, this? He's always ready. <laughs> DraftKings. I think that's part of it. Is that, that is part? Ready. Yeah, it's preparation. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, part, it's definitely preparation. <laughs> that's my strong suit. Well, holiday season may be winding down. The sports calendar is in full swing this week. From collegiate to professional sports, there's no shortage of action. No better place to get in on that action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Celebrate college football playoffs. DraftKings giving new all, uh, is giving all new users the chance to bet on Emmy's semifinal team to win the championship at 100 to 1 odds. That's right. All you have to do is bet $1 on any of those teams to win the championship. If they win, you cash out with $100. While we're excited for football, let's not forget about the basketball season. Uh, I wish we could right now. <laughs> Head to the Had app you, now. Did you guys forget about the basketball season? All those DraftKings <laughs> daily odds boosts. Uh, yeah, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get 100 to 1 odds on any semifinal team to win it all. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I got my Jokic assist. Eight say, and a half, man. man. They just keep doing this. Like, he's going to get 12 assists in his sleep. I was going to say, who's got, a, who's got a gambling problem when you've got, when you've got a Jokic solution? <laughs> I mean, uh, the greatest thing is that uh, Jokic was awarded a rebound Late yeah. after he went off, phantom and I, rebound, and uh, it it pushed me into a into, into good places. Nice, nice work. I think <laughs> they, they were making up for you getting robbed the other day. I think they, are, they were. I appreciate that. Thank they you. They tried to rob you again today, so they just <laughs> randomly <laughs> threw it on there because they're like somebody's paying attention. I be. I was paying attention. So so Jokic does go for twenty six points on nine of fourteen shooting. That's very good. Sixty four percent. He gets twelve assists. He gets eleven rebounds. Two steals. He does have the ten turnovers. Um, Dev, I'll start with you, man. How, how do we analyze what Jokic did tonight, factoring in all circumstances? Um, we've been super high on Jokic as an MVP candidate, and he put up the big numbers today, but it was not a great Jokic game. He, he turned the ball over a lot, um, made some very errant passes that he typically doesn't. Um, he's back to, like, we, we talked about culture for so long and how everybody seemed to be in a, a different zone. He seems to be, like, reverting back to his old ways of being upset when something happens on the floor. Um, we're not seeing the stupid fouls and things of that nature, but we see him upset when somebody takes a bad shot or um, yeah. if somebody doesn't make the cut that he wants them to make it and, and things like that. So we, we got to see the same type of roller coaster ride for Jokic today. Jokic is feeling the, this whole experience as much as anyone, and to your point, his nonverbals have always been rough. I mean, he's a, a very expressive individual. Did something just happen? Did we just get, like, lowered – did you guys get that lowered? No, it's just me. Are you just freaking out? Um, I think yeah. you're having a, a seizure. An oh, my God. Well, don't joke about <laughs> I that. I got it, but I, I didn't want to say it. Uh, okay, thank you. Thank you, yeah. Dev. No, but Yoke, um, you know, he seems to be fr – after the game, there was a clip, like, as the clock was winding down, and he just seems to be, like, in Serbia talking to Vlatko, just cursing up a star. I, I don't know. But it looked like that's what he was doing. Just He's so frustrated, so visib visibly frustrated what's going on. Um, Eric, how do you evaluate this one? <sighs> I don't know, man. This is like – this game is so difficult to just like really put into uh, – uh, I don't know. It's just so – like th this game is just so weird. So many weird factors in this game. Mm. Like I just have a hard time like putting like real analysis to a lot of it. Like I just saw a really great effort from Nikola Jokic. I saw really fantastic results from Nikola Jokic. I saw him run out of gas at the end of the game. Yeah. I saw a lot of his uh, supporting cast – not really stepping up um, and you know when we were getting coming uh, down to it uh, and we were like yo Jokic has got this and you were like well he doesn't have his running mate right know? right yeah so much of this is the Murray Jokic two-man game and that in both man games in, not in, there. In, in this game of course Jamal Murray's not there and in the first game Jamal Murray fouls out with six minutes to yeah. go so you don't get that clutch two-man game game with him I mean that 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 what 
that is what propelled the Nuggets to the heights that they right, achieved. Right. Like, there's there's <laughs> yeah. no other factors. It was Jokic yeah. and Murray. It really was. Together, and we don't have it, so we're left with like these weird odds and ends, and we're yeah. left to ask questions that you know will. Uh, just answer themselves he had some egregious turnovers I think with him a lot of, like uh, to me he probably had two or three that I really thought were ugly he had a couple you know that I thought were like he, he gets he collects some when they're not necessarily him you think about the the Michael Porter running down the court not even looking at the ball almost hits right, him in the head right. play you think of plays like that so I'm less concerned about the 10 turnovers of course he can't do that every night but I'm more concerned about the fact that he's putting up these monster numbers that's not really turning into wins so far this season. And more importantly, he plays 73 minutes over the last 27 hours. Yeah. We're four games into the season, and Jokic's numbers are just so high. And, you know, I know Malone, he's wanting to win. He does, he's like – Malone, I think, is like a fan in that he really <laughs> lives and dies by every second, right? And yeah, he's, just yeah. like, he's just like this emotionally, we see. And so he really wanted this one. But 73 minutes in two games, I – I'm glad he's got two days off. Do you know why I'm not so worried about the minutes? Why? Because he's only playing on one side of the floor. Like, we, we're, yeah. we're talking so much. Everyone, like, evaluates how Michael Porter Jr. has to play better defense and he has to do this on the defensive end. Jokic has not been playing great defense. Yeah, like, yeah. he really hasn't. Today, he got lit up. Um, Rashawn, like, Rashawn is, is, is a nugget What did Holmes killer. finished with, man? Bagley he was too. just on fire. Bagley too. There yeah. were a couple. Like, Holmes had 20 Bagley had a huge game. If you go back to yesterday, he's, he's just letting um, Christian Wood just shoot the ball. Like, he, he's not playing defense. He's not yeah. getting criticized for the way that he's not playing defense because he's putting up these big numbers on offense. He also has to be a player that has to play both ways. Um, so while he has the big minutes – He's not doing it on both ends of the floor. I also thought tonight a lot, to be fair, a lot of it was guys getting blown by at the point of attack right oh, off yeah. the bat. And, you know, it's one thing to ask Jokic to maintain position, to ask him to sort of like mitigate and make up for guys. It's not going to happen. So a lot of it was guys were getting blown by. Jokic shifts over. He can't get back in time for the little floaters. Right. I, I agree. I agree, though, that, that he's getting a pass on that end, at least tonight so far. Yeah. And he, has, he just hasn't been good defensively. But to your point, man, it is a lot of just – you know, Denver has so many guards. <laughs> they do. They, they have do so have many guards on this guards. roster, and none of them seem to be able to keep anybody in front of yeah. them. Like, they're just – they're starting from behind off of, off of basic pick and roll or basic, like, just running into the, the, the transition, the secondary break and getting into the paint. So – Denver really has to improve on that end of the floor. Monte Morris tonight goes 10 of 15 from the floor. He gets 24 points, four assists. Um, he finishes a plus one, goes two of six. Did a pretty good job of standing in for Jamal Murray, especially early on, but he too was sort of like um, showed no resistance to the guards <laughs> on, the, on the other end of the I floor. Know. Monte can be in the right spot, and it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. he's tiny too, and he's slight, so we don't think Mike, not quite Faku sized, but. I mean, tonight I thought he had just as much trouble as Faku staying in front of Fox. Yeah, and another issue with Monte Morris having to be the starter is it takes away minutes from the bench. Right. So the bench unit that is already struggling has their anchor not there anymore. So now those minutes are allocated where. It, yeah. it makes it really tough uh, for that. Um, and then also Fox is a hard cover for anyone. It's true. So it was going to be very difficult for Monte to come in and try to slow him down because – Fox is he's quick. The Nuggets have nothing for that, and there's no Mason Plumlee in the end oh, in to protect the rim. It's getting, so it's this is easy. a very windy night, I have to say. It's a very, very extremely. I don't have much to report. We're, 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 we were talking <laughs> about Monte Morris, jacket. and I know you just spoke to Monte Morris. So yeah. I'm curious what he had to say there, Harrison. Uh, speaking about the defense, he cited effort, and that's what the Nuggets have been falling back to for these last two weeks. All their a lot of their issues defensively, they think come down to effort. Um, I mean, there's obviously a lot more there. But I, I thought their effort was kind of there tonight. Yeah, that, that they just ran out of gas. I mean, yeah. the, the effort in the fourth quarter. The effort in the fourth quarter was horrible. But right. I, I mean, I think a lot of those guys, you looked at them and yeah. you're like, they just don't have it, yeah. man. They so, do not have so it. So Monte said Malone got on them at halftime. Right? Yeah. They have that big third yeah. quarter, Used take control all. of the game. Use it all up there. Yeah, they definitely Starters did. played most of that quarter, and I could definitely get the sense from Malone tonight that there's some concern that he's had to play the starters as many minutes has, as he has early on this season. I think there's some concern there. But why? I mean, when <laughs> there's only there was somebody that could do something about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it just speaks to how screwed up the bench is right now. Yeah, yeah. That's what it speaks to. There's just not any trust there not in any the trust second at all. unit. Yeah, how would you evaluate uh, Monte Morris's night? I mean, what was he five of five for eleven points in the first quarter? Yeah, yeah, he started off like red hot. 
So he, I think he was fine offensively, but I mean, Denver didn't guard anyone tonight. No. Nope. And it seemed like to me that their defense at the point of attack was rough. Yeah. And Monte was guarding De'Aaron Fox for a lot of this game. He was guarding uh, the Kings guards. And, and I do got to say, defending at the point of attack, limiting dribble penetration, that's been one of the Nuggets' biggest defensive issues in the Jokic era. Right. The yep. Kings have always seemed to give them trouble. De'Aaron Fox, how quick he is, has always seemed to give them trouble. So I, I think it was more of that tonight. I wonder with the point of attack, I'm curious your take on this, Dev. You know, when you have Joel Embiid behind you or, or Rudy Gobert, teams attack less because they're afraid of the second line, not just the first line. Teams are obviously not afraid of Jokic inside, and I wonder if that's why, like, if at the NBA level it's just actually impossible to guard De'Aaron Fox with one guy if you need to have that second line and Denver doesn't have it. You would attack that in open gym at right. 24-hour fitness or, you know, or wherever you play at. Yeah. You're going to definitely do it in the NBA if you have yeah. some of the, the best athletes in the world being able to finish at the rim. So I know every single team that's in the game plan. You could get inside of the Nuggets, and then also you could kick out for a three-pointer if that's not there. That, right. that's, that's and simple. they're getting a lot. That's yes. so simple. And that is a storyline here is Denver. So they go 16 of 33 tonight. That's 48.5% from three. Yep. Now, we're seeing this every game, yep. and I think some of this is okay, a little bit of luck. Like we saw some lucky shots tonight from, from the Kings, but a lot of this is – Teams are just comfortable. To your point, they're getting to where they want, and where they're going to get to the rim, or we're, you're going to collapse hard, and we're going to have wide open shots. And teams are just getting such wide open shots. I'm, to I'm, us. I'm looking at a picture of Michael Porter Jr. wearing a Super Mario Galaxy uh, shirt. Yeah, he does that. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. We'll, we'll hear what he had to say here um, very, very shortly. I don't even know where else to go with it here yet. I mean, Paul Millsap had a pretty quiet night. I thought. Five points, four rebounds, two assists. Just n not really a whole lot of anything out of him. Yeah. Gary Harris continues to sort of be – I mean, he goes one of five from the three-point line tonight. I, he had – his looks were all great. Um, just one out of five. Maybe he would have gone two out of five. That wouldn't have made that big of a difference. Um, and, and same thing, Gary Harris, we know he's an elite defender. But he's not the type of defender that has an impact outside of his matchup. And tonight, Denver getting murdered. Well, I was going to ask this, though. I mean, we talk about Malone as a likes-to-win-every-game coach. Why isn't it Gary Harris on De'Aaron Fox? I mean, I've I know Buddy Heald's probably big for the other guys, but at a certain point, don't you rather try that yeah. than letting De'Aaron Fox just whip you to? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, you I put your know. defensive specialist on, on the, the best player on the opposing team. Like it just yeah. makes it, he's so fixated on guard your position, but like sometimes you don't guard your position. Like. Yeah. Although Cephalosha was guarding point guards because he's the best defender. Right. Although uh, last last game, uh, I think Buddy Heald was their leading scorer. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you move him over, and then it opens up a door for another player. Or some, uh, you know. Every game, every player has their night, though. You just yeah. kind of have to just keep on giving it different looks in the in the league. Yeah, Will, for sure. Will Barton was interesting tonight yeah. in that he was bad. Seven points, four four rebounds, one assist, three of eight shooting, and some of those shots I didn't love. But it's only eight shots, and you're talking about a night when they. You know, you needed the extra bodies. Will Barton, to me, and this is the, this is the concern for me, you know, the Nuggets had that short offseason. Jamal Murray, he's even admitted this. He didn't really work, you know, work out the offseason. He just kind of came back in, and we understand it. Like, he had a short short break here. He needs to rest and take care of his body. But he looks banged up already. I mean, he missed, yeah. he missed tonight. He doesn't look healthy. He looks like he needs to add 10 pounds of muscle back onto his frame. You look at Will Barton tonight. Look, man, you tell me a shorthanded team where Malone only trusts a few guys. We know Will Barton's one of the guys he trusts because yep. he's been there, and he only gets eight shots up. This should have been a Will Barton. This should have been a Will Barton 15-16 attempt game and a more aggressive guy. I just don't know that he has it in him. And uh, he only played 22 minutes. Like, he played 22 minutes as well on a night when you needed guys. So I think even he is a little banged up right now, and, you know, this is part of it. Malone doesn't <laughs> trust a lot of guys, and two of the, like, six guys he trusts can't, can't give you 100% right now. He also it f it feels like what he's doing is separate from what the second unit is doing. Yeah, it's not totally. We envisioned you know a ball handler and finisher kind of coming in there, and maybe getting the ball moving a little bit, right? And balls popping, and and it hasn't worked out that way. Only eight shots, but he did have three possessions tonight where they were just these hideous one like one on one drives that were never yeah. going to work. So. It's, it still feels disjointed. Um, I'm with you. He's probably not 100%. And then we get to Hartenstein, who, man, he's such an interesting player in a frustrating way. I mean, he's got a little plumly in him in that he does some things that are really high level, and you feel like, oh, confident about the guy, right? And then he does some things that are so maddeningly low level yeah. that you're like, my guy, get the guy, usually players – all of their skill sets evolve into this like cushy middle, and you're like, okay, he's a right here player. He has some things that are up here and some things that are down here, and you're like, I don't know. You know, yeah. Isaiah Hartenstein, 
calling his own number. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing at the moment. I think it's kind of a bad thing at the moment. Malone certainly doesn't have the trust in him just nine minutes. Yeah, um, nine minutes. Think about that. Like on a, uh, the second night of a back-to-back where you can't trust. Like, I yeah. mean, that's been the theme of this whole show is that you can't trust anybody to give you these minutes. So you have to just ride Jokic for the entire game. And yeah. you can't. I mean, it's, it's not It's not feasible. Hardenstein's just playing bumper cars out there, man. He really just is. running into dudes. He really is. Um, and then, you know, we talked a little bit about Composo, but, you know, you know, he has the skill set. It just hasn't popped yet for him. Or I, I, don't, I don't know if he's capable of overcoming some of his deficiencies at this level. I mean, you watch the NBA. You just watch it how hard he plays in some of the scrimmages or this or that. And then you watch an actual NBA game where you're like, man – Tyrese Halliburton is a rookie. He's competent, man. That guy's a, a really yeah. good player. Yeah. This isn't a guy like, oh, that's his weakness. I'm going to force him into it. All these guys are like, no, I don't have weaknesses. You know, like maybe I'm not a Steph Curry shooter, but I can shoot if you leave me open. I'm not. I can handle. I can. I'm fast. Like these guys. It's just the NBA level so far has seemed to be a little bit. The, the things that he's weak at have seemed to be, like, uh, augmented at the NBA level so far. I think you just have to be – I mean, everybody knows it. You have to be so perfect when you have that type of size because these guys are so much bigger than you. They're yep. so much stronger. They're so much faster. Yeah. And, and they also are, like – they've been equipped to play this type of fast uh, style of basketball. Yeah. Um, so we, we got to see, you know, this was Faku's game. This was his best game that he's had. He's – Zipping passes, he had the wiffle passes that he's he used to. A couple to. Of nice possessions, and and, yeah. and had he had some like flair, he had moments that he peaked. But then there was also the moments that you're just like, I don't know what you could do there. You're just too small. Yeah, like, yeah. There's literally nothing you can do because you're just so small out there. And he can't shoot. I mean, I, I shouldn't. Well, he hasn't been able to shoot so far. I mean, I, I haven't watched. He's not. No, but he's not, a, he's shooter. not a shooter. He's not a shooter though. It doesn't yeah. look like he's going to be able to shoot at the NBA level and. Defenses, I think, already know that he really just wants to pass. Yep. And he's definitely not going to get this layup over us. Yeah. So it, it just sort of at the moment seems. But to be fair, this was the first chance he got to actually play point guard, which is definitively what he is, and it looked a little better. It did look a little better. And who knows when everybody's healthy, like, who, who gets cut out again? Because it does feel like every combination that Malone has tried so far off the bench has, has been bad. And that's the thing about Denver is if you could play six guys, you feel like you could cover all bases because <laughs> you're then you have the right collection of positives right. making up for each other. But you can't. It's almost like you have to pick one thing that's not going to work the off the bench. Can the six guys just be Tyrese Halliburton? Yeah, I know. For real, awesome. he really is so awesome. I'm a big so fan, man. Naji, maybe that'd be nice to see. Also, should we let's hit one last break, um, and then on the other <laughs> side of this last break, you know, obviously we're gonna hear from we're gonna hear from Harrison. I gotta say though, just to quickly, I'm I'm glad that you guys are letting off a little steam here in these comments. I can tell uh, we're providing the needed therapy. To the Nugget, <laughs> to the uh, you know, there's a lot of anger coming out, and you know what? Just let it flow. Directed at me specifically. <laughs> Um, yeah, Let's talk it. about MSU Denver online. Now is the time to apply and register for classes. Spring semester starts January 19th. Time and time again, the one thing that will protect you against economic downturns is an education allowing you to adapt into varying careers. Go and add to your toolbox now at MSU. Why not have it both ways in uncertain times? Make money and work while you are earning your degree. MSU students can tell you all about it. They work double the hours while taking classes. Uh, it's just a great, you don't have to choose right now. Everyone's trying to figure out how to keep their life going, how to keep it turning, do that from the safety and convenience of their home. MSU Denver has had this thing down for years. This is not a lazy A to B experience. They know what online education is supposed to look like and they're committed they're to it. They're loving your average so, right now. Yeah, check it out. You're doing a great job. Really. Now I just don't remember, blow it in the fourth uh, though. Don't blow it in the fourth. It's the fourth quarter, nah, man. Are you a little it. tired? I know. You had to do ads this. yesterday. Here it is. Oh, God, he's fumbling the bag. Have what you, you checked out the Colorado, the DNVR <laughs> rugby podcast? <laughs> not the Colorado Raptors podcast. Uh, check out our guy, Colton. He's over there. He's got you covered on everything, really, that's happening in, in the U.S. rugby scene. Um, obviously, Infinity Park in Glendale is the new official training center for the men's and women's USA Eagles 15 teams. Colton is plugged in. He's got some awesome guests on that show. Yeah. Like, way better guests than we get on this one, if I'm being Yeah, honest. who do we so. get? We get... Harrison. Harrison. That is great. Actually, I take that back. Oh, hey, what's up, Harrison? Oh, Harrison. So subscribe to the DBR Rugby Podcast on iTunes. Leave me a review and a comment. <laughs> All right, here, here we are back. I'm curious, man, Michael Porter. Um, I'm curious what he had to say because we've been talking so much about the pressure that's on him. He seems like the guy everybody's just annoying <laughs> in the office. Um, what do you have to say? And how did he seem? Uh, he seemed down for sure. Um, Poor Mike. <laughs> Poor Mike. Did you tell? Him, did you tell him that I I love him still? 
Uh, no, I'll get that message. <laughs> okay, cool. I'll get that message. <laughs> he was asked if Denver was pretty much tired, if they felt the back-to-back. He said, it's funny. I think he knows they were tired, but yeah. you don't want to say that. You don't want to make that as an excuse. Right. Um, so he said, no, we weren't tired. Um, <laughs> we don't want to make that excuse. Yeah. On the defensive issues, he said effort. He agreed with Monte there, along with playing smarter and trusting each other and playing for each other more. Yeah. That's what he thought the defensive issue, uh, issues were. And then he was asked, you know, about stepping into a larger role offensively with Jamal out. He says he feels comfortable doing it. Uh, Definitely agree with him there. Um, Quote, I've got to find a way to play my game alongside Jamal as well. That will come with time. We did miss Jamal tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody else just said that. Yeah, we were still waiting on Nicola here. Looks like he's gone. No, you you want to tuck out? We'll we'll, we'll we'll buy you some minutes here, Harrison. You're doing a great right. work, man. Look at how hardest working man here. I, is like a, I like this back and forth. This is just a straight up windstorm. I know. I almost prefer the wind the wind chimes when it's like one at a time here. Like yeah, just straight questions. A little, a little, a little bite here. Pulls us all off. It's passing wind. All right, passing wind. All right, that's a new segment. Get the graphic ready, Kale. Passing wind. Okay, so now let's talk about some of these things like. The trust to me is such a big thing. <laughs> it's really the buzzword. Wh- how does the team start that process now? Now that you're one and three, <laughs> because now it's like your next win is just so important. Now you need two wins just to get back to 500. How do you start this process, Dev? By each each game, you have to get a win. Like you <laughs> just really just have to go on a streak, or also beat a team that's really good. I, I think that 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 get you back in the rhythm. Like right now, their one win is against. The Rockets, Rockets. That, yeah. that only had, what, seven guys or yeah, something? Yeah. They had so nine guys, Dev. Come on. My bad. They really did. <laughs> it was know. really seven. Yeah, it seven really was. You know, so, so they had seven Bruno guys. Bruno Caboclo was one of those guys. <laughs> yeah, so it, it makes one. it really difficult. <laughs> it's a minus but one. If, say that you go out and you <laughs> beat a, a contending team or a team that's pretty good after you've already got a win or two. Yeah. Now you get the winning back. Now you get to find a rhythm. Um, and, and I think that just finding that rhythm is, is really what they need. Uh, I thought that they would bounce back as far as – getting a win against a team like that and then trying to find it. But then when you look at it, they're getting it done on offense. They're, they got to find some type of defense. They have to yeah. slow something down. Like there's, there's no way that you're going to win any games like letting the three-point fly a- as much as it is. Also, um, when you look at a team like the Kings and you have players like Millsap, you have players like Bobo and, and players that are like so much bigger than the other guys and you don't establish yourself inside it makes it really difficult for you to try to get anything going I felt like this was a game that the Nuggets should have tried to get inside uh, a, a lot more and, and and use their size but they didn't um, so now I think that trying to find a rhythm going forward you have to try to get a win against a good team do you think that Malone needs to just not Malone I mean this is the Nuggets I'm, I'm making it sound like it's on Malone I guess he's the coach but do you think that the team Needs to just dive in and trust some of these dudes. You know, obviously Michael Porter, but Isaiah Hartenstein, um, you know, maybe Compazzo. Do you think they just need to, like, hey, we don't trust you, but we're going to have to yeah. trust you right now yeah. until you get it? I think they're white knuckling it right now, man. Yeah, and everything are. is so. There should be a little bit more of the energy from that preseason of, like, all right, well, maybe we can't hold them under, but we can go for 130. Yeah. And, and you can get yours and I can <laughs> get mine, and that's fun. So I, I do think they. You know, right now I think the natural inclination would be to tighten up, and I actually think they have to loosen up. I so, I so agree with that. Um, somebody just point out in the comment section, the Nuggets are down uh, 3-1 right now in the season. <laughs> Perfect. They got the season right where they want them, I, I think, out. man. This, this is, is it. it. This is it, baby. Going Those on jokes are going to lose steam real fast. Yeah, <laughs> um, I know. Well, they, <laughs> maybe one more you. loss. <laughs> yeah, maybe for you. you know what, though? Uh, uh, what about you uh, here, Eric? Who's the guy that you think um, – they can most trust immediately right now that's not sort of like there right now? Um, I think that they – I mean, it needs to come from Barton. Yeah. It needs to come from – I'm telling you, I don't know. But we worried about Barton's health, and he looked good for a while, man. Yeah. But i just telling you tonight, him just not – like especially in the fourth quarter, just didn't want to be near the basketball. Yeah, it's I'm, like I don't know. Man. I mean, they, ju- the they, just, half they need to shore up the second unit, and yeah. nobody nobody's stepping up to do it. Um, Barton's been running the the point, um, which has actually confused matters. Faku starts to run the point. Uh, Barton just needs to be a reliable scorer on the second unit. Yeah. He needs to be that six man of the year that we uh, 
you know, we saw as a potential right. heading into mm-hmm. the season. And we're just not getting it. We're not yeah. getting anything from that second unit. Yeah. yeah. All right, Harrison, talk to the big fella. Nikola Jokic, what did he uh, – first of all, what was his mood like? Yeah, super down as well. Um, asked about the turnovers, he said, we are not focused. Um, if the guy's wide open, then maybe we should pass him the ball. If he's 50-50, like he means kind of wide open, kind of not. Don't pass it, so make the simple play. Uh, that was him on the turnovers. Uh, on the offensive struggles, I don't think the offense like struggled that much tonight, but, but there were spots for sure in the fourth, and I think fatigue played a role in that. He said, uh, we made ourselves easy to guard. We need to move the ball more. Uh, we helped them a lot standing around and not moving. And then finally, he was asked about the defense and if that's effort. Uh, he just said, it's really easy for them right now. We need to defend better one-on-one. Use the fouls if we're not in the bonus. Just play smarter. Mm. Mm. They have done a good job of getting into the bonus. I mean, yeah. and Jokic tonight was really frustrating yeah. the Kings with how easily he was drawing some of these off-ball fouls. And I hate it, too, in part because Jokic gets these calls so much in the regular season. And he even gets them in the playoffs. But you go up against Dwight Howard, and all of a sudden, like, you get zero of these calls. In fact, they call them on you. So I'm, I'm always a little leery when Jokic gets the, like, off-ball standing at the free-throw line you know, those calls. I almost would rather they stop calling it now because I know they're not going to call it when it matters. Um, what else do you have to say? That was really it. I mean, these, was short. these post-game pressers after away games, uh-huh. short. Short yeah. to the point. Uh, I'm sure. We, what are we looking at? Some oven? I'm oven cold in here, so I'm going to throw these on. Okay, what do we have here? I'm going to throw these on. What do we have here? What is this? Yeah, my guy Jeremy Burns with Rad Gloves USA sent these over to us. This. And I think Look we're going to do some giveaways as well. These things are sick. If you guys want to pick some up, usa.radgloves.com. They're snowboarding gloves, customized Denver Nuggets logos. Like These things are super soft, rubbery, tons of grip. They are rubbery. Harrison Harrison wasn't here to do the ad reads, and he's like, I'm not, you know, (laughs) this is what I do. I'm going to come in and do it. (laughs) What an incredible – And now he's going to use his computer with it. Like, this is (laughs) – I don't think they have the the touch. They don't don't quite have the touch. These are pretty rad, though, man. I got to say, they're pretty pretty smooth. You look great. all right, we're talking about just some things that are going to that are going to be a point of emphasis here. Jamal Murray, what's your read on his timetable for? Was this a one game misser, you think, or is this a sign of something something to come? I think it's going to be a one game miss. I'd guess he plays Friday against Phoenix. Um, he got truck sticked by uh, Jay Sean Tate in that last game. Absolutely truck sticked. What? What is is that a phrase yeah. I don't know about? Yeah, Madden? it's on Madden. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, that's why yeah. I don't know it. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. Stick up. I don't yeah. understand how Tr- you exist outside of culture. <laughs> like, what is of Madden? Yeah. I'm an adult. That's how. I don't know what else to say. I I I didn't know what it meant either. But I exist somewhat in culture, but I don't know that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he got truck sticked. Yeah, I think he plays Friday. It seemed like he was going to play tonight, and then uh, he was a late scratch after warm-up. So okay. I think he plays. All right. Um, oh God, they need him. <laughs> they need him to be back-back. <laughs> they need him to, uh, uh, to, to be on the level here. Um, what else do we have to get to? Anything else before? I mean, it's a little bit of a downer. I know everybody's feeling – are you optimistic that Denver can, like, turn it around like that? Meaning you get a couple feel-good games, all of a sudden things start to roll? I think Dev is right that it's got to be against a good team, probably. Oh, you can't just beat yeah, yeah the, the Rockets. I think they got to yeah, feel yeah. themselves. But I, look, I, Malone said this: winning, winning cures all. Mm. I mean, the vibe is off right now. Like we said, they're they're white knuckling it, and you win a few games and, and you loosen <laughs> up. And that's just the way it works. I don't think I'm at all um, confident or, or thinking that things are going great, just because. When you look back at the Nuggets last year, one of the reasons that they were so good, and even the year before that, why they made the playoffs, is because they had a great second unit. Right now, there's no answers for yeah. the second unit. I don't know how it changes right now because just nothing's there. So hopefully they get Michael Green back just so that it gives them uh, experience off the bench and more minutes for I, someone else. I think it's going to change everything. Uh, really and do. look, we'll, we'll have to wait and see when, when Murray's healthy too. Maybe Malone sort of changes if and how he staggers those guys. It, we have to remember last season the bench was a mess for the first half, and right. they were doing those hockey shift, like shifts up things, and yep. it took a while. It, so. Dude, last season th- – They were just winning the games. Last season front. we spent all the entire first part of the year being like, man, the vibes are off with this team. They what were winning. We doing? Well, yeah, but, but the thing winning. was they started – what 11 and 2? Yeah, yeah, 11 and that's 3. The difference. Yeah, yeah. Now so they've got two losses to the Sacramento Kings, and, which and I'm sure Michael Malone games. is especially pleased with. 
And maybe that's just it. Maybe because you know how much these mean to Michael Malone, and maybe he pressed a little too hard. He's like, you know, F yeah. it. I'm playing Jokic 46 minutes tonight because yeah. we got to beat the Kings. It'll get back to the norm now. They're yeah. just like – giving everyone else a chance well there's no question the nuggets have been disappointing through their first four games just one and three the one winning being like a one they almost couldn't lose you know against this rockets team so it's it's certainly discouraging the encouraging parts Jokic looking like the mvp of which i took of course on DraftKings, could win a thousand dollars but you got to win some games to be the mvp i'm feeling so, great about him statistically he's so good feeling not so great about him if this team can't get off the uh is it off the schneid is it how it is? yeah yeah the uh, schneid yeah, off the it's schneid. off the truck stick off the truck stick. <laughs> i think i i personally feel and i think you guys are in agreement i know there was an interpretation of the front half of the show but i personally feel like everyone should be encouraged by michael porter james michael porter jr's game tonight the way he improved in the second half um oh he looked great the way it looks when the shots fall and like, if you're feeling like the guy was a mess and he goes for 30 and 10 with four offensive boards, has a couple of big blocks down the stretch, you know, that floor is probably higher than we're giving it credit for already. That's, I mean, he was he was so dejected, too, like, coming out of the first half. Like, it, I mean, it really felt like – and it, it just felt like it was going down in the wrong direction. And he – Rose Got the, it together. He rose to the occasion. Yeah. And he really like took the team on his back there for a while. Like It was Michael Porter Jr. that resurrected the Nuggets in the second half. Well, I'll tell you, and you can cue the music here, uh, Super Producer Kale. Um, this is the final game of the 2020 calendar, which, thank God, what a terrible year this what was. Great year for the Nuggets. Terrible I mean, year for Nuggets, everyone else. The Nuggets <laughs> did have some, some success, of course, inside that bubble, but... Um, you know, maybe this is what everybody needed, a little churning of the calendar. Let's get back to it in 2021. The Nuggets will be back on New Year's Day, and, of course, we'll be back right here uh, uh, walking you through it. But, um, you know, rough start. Just rough start for the Nuggets. Nothing else you could say about it. I feel like I could have done a little better on the panel tonight also. Sorry, Eric. We all could have. It's, it's early. It's still early. It's still early. It's still early. I'll, I'll work. Some long season. Yeah, long vote, season. Vote's doing ad reads. He's, he has a computer <laughs> in front of him, and he reads the ad reads off of his phone. He's reading it off <laughs> my computer. computer it's so confusing. <laughs> it's a bold move. Bold guys, move. everybody stay safe out there. Don't remember, guys. We're gonna, you go through a lot of wins. You go through a lot of losses. I mean, sports, we've talked about this all the time, oh, like, especially being a nugget. If you want to if you don't, if you avoid the lows of sports, then go yeah. follow the Dodgers. Go yeah. Like, How about the, the Yankees? Go the watch Lakers. sports movies. Yeah, go watch sports movies. <laughs> exactly. They always they always end up great. Um, you know, the Nuggets, they give you the full, every time they give you the full experience, man. They give you these highs, and they, right now we're in the gully. Um, but, you know, pretty soon the we'll gully. be. Right in the gooch. Right. What's that? It reminds me of middle school love. Middle school love. Very hot and gold. In the gully. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Be good to each other. Be good to yourselves. We'll see you on Friday. We'll see you in 2020. One. 21. 2020, damn it! <laughs> 2021. Rocky is Alright, one last time before we get out of here, I want to tell you about Green Mountain Dental Group. You know them in Lakewood, the family-owned, best damn uh, dentist in all of Colorado. Again, another local company, mom and pop shop. You're going to go in. They're going to get to know you. They're going to send you cards for Christmas. They're going to give you all the, the customer service and care and attention that you deserve. And that's what you get when you go to Green Mountain Dental. That's what you get when you buy local. And right now they have this incredible deal. If you sign up for an x-ray and exam, you get a, a free Sonicare toothbrush. So you start going into there, going to you know start taking care of your, your dental health and the next thing you know, you've got a new friend in there. Dem diehard Denver sports fans, diehard Denver people, uh, DNVR fans, DNVR supporters. They got the whole thing going. So you want to go in, check them out for your first time. You're going to get that free Sonicare toothbrush. Don't forget, Dental uh, <laughs> Green Mountain Dental Group.